Welcome back to Cow Punchers, where the beer is warm, the women cold, and the bullets fly thick. Filling in for the deputy today, I'm greatly fatigued. I'm Amy McLeod. And I, I never let business interfere with my drinking. I am Melissa Huggins. <laughs> and tonight we watched, from 1920, The Mark of Zorro. Uh, directed by Fred Niblo, if that's how you say his name, starring Douglas Fairbanks, Marguerite de Lamotte, and Noah Beery. Dun dun dun. dun, dun. <laughs> so yes, this was a a silent film. It was. Uh, I I like silent movies, and I actually ended up watching it twice. Yeah. The first time I was like, this is really slow. And then the second time I watched it, I was in it. I was like, yeah. I don't know yeah. why the second viewing, it was like much more enjoyable. But I think uh, I was finally able to relax and just watch it. I think that's funny that you say that because I started watching it earlier today and it was like, I could not get into it. And then this afternoon when I, like, I was like, well, let me restart it. And I was like very charmed by it. And by the end, I was like, that was actually kind of cute. <laughs> I think kind of liked it. I think what it needed is, you know, we're not used to watching silent movies anymore. Right. So you really you you have to put the phone down because you have to. Put, it's like when you watch something with subtitles, you have yeah. to sit and like actually give it your full attention. You can't be distracted when you're watching it. Um, I think there's also that anxiety of you're trying to follow the story and it's being told in a way that is different. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I found that too. I was like, you really have to pay attention, Mm -hmm. which I think is like the point of most movies, most modern movies. I think they hope that you're paying just as close attention. Right. Um, But you don't have to. And this is very much a movie that you would have gone to a movie theater to sit in the dark to watch. So, you know, uh, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun. Uh, yes. It was, it was it was the first Zorro movie. So That's, Yeah, and I'll have a I'll have a couple I have a couple parallels between this movie and Batman that I oh, want to bring up later. But, I'm uh, so happy you said that. <laughs> but first, why don't you uh can you tell us what happened in this here picture show? Yes, I can. So this movie opens, of course, with uh, various title cards uh, because it is a silent movie. So, mm-hmm. you know, there is no talking, right? Uh, although I do find the piano quite jaunty. It was nice. It yeah. was a good. It was a good jaunty piano. Um, but my favorite title card, which was the one that we saw right before we start to meet all the characters, um, which I think encapsulates the the theme, the moral of this movie, is. It said, then, out of the mystery of the unknown, appeared a masked uh, man who rode up and down the great highway, uh, pursuing and protecting and leaving upon uh, the vicious oppressor. Yes. This movie is against oppression. If you weren't clear about it, oppression is bad. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And then that title card happens, and then it opens with the shot of a man's face with a Z carved into it, which I thought, I was like, okay. It's pretty cool. Here we go. Uh, 
Um, but essentially what is ha- what, what we open into is this bar scene where a man is talking about how he was attacked by Zorro and marked by him because he had um, attacked and maimed a quote-unquote native. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> warning you now, <laughs> this yeah. movie is not <laughs> the most politically correct. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's 1920. It could have <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you know. But but just gonna just gonna... Yeah. We're in everybody now. We're in that kind of territory. Yes. Um, so we get sort of this little intro as to like what Zorro is doing. All these people sort of talking about him in this bar. And then we cut to a shot where we meet the governor, who is our big bad evil guy. Um, he's the one. He is the oppressor. Oh, yeah. Um, and then we go to a shot of the Pulido. Pulido? Is that yeah. how we're going to say it? Pulido, Pulido family. Yeah, yeah, the Pulido family, mom, dad, and daughter. Um, they are a socially prominent family who have gotten on the wrong side of the governor. So basically, they've sort of lost all their money to taxes, um, and they are pretty much going to lose everything except their house. Um, and uh, the daughter, Lolita, is like, oh, if I only was like Zorro, I could show that governor. Right. I kind of love her character. Yeah, she's great. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Oh, um, yes. So then we cut back. So that's sort of like we meet all those people. Then we cut back to the tavern with all these soldier guys. Um, and we meet Sergeant Gonzalez, uh, who is a, a just, he's a braggart. He's a goof. Um, and he's like, oh, I, if I meet that Zorro, I'm going to kick his ass and all this kind of stuff. Um, and while he's saying all this, in walks his best friend. Um, the very blasé caballero Don Diego Vega, who yes. is Douglas Fairbanks Sr. Um, <laughs> I love how he walks in with the umbrella because it's raining yes. outside and it's just this big umbrella and then this big reveal as he comes in the door and it's just fantastic. And I'm like, um, oh, I was hoping it'd be Zorro. <laughs> <laughs> and and Don Diego, it's, it's just me. But little yeah. does he know. Right. Um, but anyway, after some boasting... You know, and Don Diego's like, oh, like, you, I, this terrifies me. Oh, I can't even, oh, I can't deal with this talk of maiming and oh, and bandits, So just gross and terrible. So he leaves, quote unquote, and then about five minutes later, (laughs) um, Gonzalez is confronted by Zorro, uh, who throughout this entire movie refuses to use doors. Just doesn't know how they work. Doesn't use them. Well, don't you know, Mel, doors are the tools of the oppressor. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This he is can't very, abide them. Can't abide. Can't abide the doors. The tool of the oppressor. Um, but Zorro comes into the tavern. Um, and it's, I'm sure we'll talk about, talk about his first appearance. Because it's, the oh, yeah. shot is real cool. Um, yes. He's already a cool dude. Um but he comes in, um, and we have the first of many epic sword fights between Zorro and Sergeant Gonzalez. Um, and through this sword fight, um, he sort of royally trounces Gonzalez, and Zorro declares, I am vengeance, I am the knight. Oh, wait, sorry, that's the yeah, wrong sorry. movie. Wrong one. Uh, wrong movie. <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm so there sorry. There ain't no bat. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What he actually says is justice for all, punishment for the oppressors of the helpless, from the governor down. And then um, he tricks everybody and escapes, okay, disappears. Um, and Gonzalez, of course, is defeated and beaten and is like trying to like muster himself back up. Um, but Zorro returns to the Batcave. I'm sorry, I mean Don Diego's yep. house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. Um, and surprise reveals that he is Don Diego um, and that he has a truly heinous false mustache. Um, oh my God, it's awful. It's the worst. It's so it's terrible. bad. When we do, when Stu does his tier lists of bad mustaches, this one it's is gotta be. heinously bad. Yes. Um, but so Zorro slash Don Diego sort of talks to his servant Bernardo, uh, played by, I'm going to say this wrong, Tote du Crow. You, that's about as good as I could sure. do. Sure. Okay. Um, but he sort of explains to him how his grandmaster plan is to get all the other caballeros uh, to join in his cause and rise up against the governor. And that's his like grand plan as Zorro. Um, while he's doing this, his father shows up and pretty much does what. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a different movie. Like, <laughs> His father does what most uh, parents of a certain age do to their idle young children. Um, well, not young children. Uh, idle, right. layabout children of marrying age, we should say. Mm -hmm. um, and tells them to get married and give me grandkids. Um, <laughs> it's like. Get on that. I need yeah, your biological clock is ticking. Okay, no, right. <laughs> Go find a nice young lady and settle down. <laughs> it's going like this. Right. <laughs> My cousin Vinny. What? Okay. Yeah. Um. So basically, uh, the senior Vega, uh, says that Don Diego has to go visit the Pulidos. um, and then Don Diego shows off the first of his stupid handkerchief tricks. <laughs> <laughs> so, i love that each of them started with a title card that said have you seen this one <laughs> they, someone made that card and was like we got to use this we got to get yeah. some like traction out of this one title card yeah yeah they're like they, they had others but they lost them so they're like well fit this one in gotta, we do this, this one will work and he'll do another stupid handkerchief trick yeah um so the next day Don Diego goes to the Politos, uh, who are very excited that he wants to court their daughter because this is, again, one way that they can, because the Vegas are like really powerful and it's one way for them to get back in the good graces of the governor. Um, but Lolita is super unimpressed with Don Diego. Well, to be fair, he totally blew that day. Oh, yeah. Well, like... <laughs> I think if I had, if on the first date I had with my current partner, if Ben had yawned in my face. Yeah. I I don't. And then done a handkerchief trick. <laughs> would that not have worked for you? No, I think, I think I would have remained single. <laughs> yeah. And I've been like, I'm good. Well, and he also opened with, you know, my dad really wants me to get married. That's annoying. I was like. Okay, we're coming out strong yeah, here. Yeah, it's like this is this is not this is not how you win friends and influence people, Don Diego. <laughs> no, um, no. I liked the title card when they were like, "What did you think of him?" And then she says, "He isn't a man; he's a fish." <laughs> <laughs> right, and I was like, "You're not wrong, girl." Like that was very awkward. Like, this is a correct assessment. Yes. Um, 
But despite all of this, uh, and I thought this was weird, but, you know, you do you. Uh, Diego invites her and her family to stay at his townhouse while he stays at his other house because he has multiple houses. Um, And, you know, he does this because I guess showing off your family house, uh, your super fancy family house is the way to win a girl. But, you know, hey, it worked for Mr. Darcy. So. Yeah, right. So, you know, (laughs) he read Pride and Prejudice and was like, well, let me give it a try. Yeah, I'll just show (laughs) off my house. Um, But of course, he then leaves. All right. After inviting them to his house. And then I love the title card. Ten minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) They used that one a few times, too. And I enjoyed that. Which I only, Ben pointed out, he's like, all I can hear is the Spongebob meme. (laughs) 11 minutes later. Yes. Well, it was funny because it was like some 10 minutes elapsed. And I was like, "That's that needs to be the new Spongebob meme. <laughs> some 10 minutes elapse. Elapse. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway, so in these 10 minutes, which apparently is the fastest, he probably beats Superman for changing clothes. Um, Zorro shows up and meets Lolita in the garden and proceeds to romance her. Uh, And then we have a slap fight that was better than the slap fight in My Name is Nobody. Way better. Um, (laughs) Way better. Uh, Basically, she slaps him because he kisses her and she's offended. Um, It's like, you tell him, him, girl. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But she also finds him hot. So. It's a little. Yeah. So it's like, not okay, but I'm still here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, don't do that. But maybe keep the mask. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but of course her parents realize Zoro is there, so they send for our other big baddie, uh, Captain Ramon, uh, who is sort of like, I think he's like the number two in the village, in the, mm-hmm. or under the governor. Um, and he also likes Lolita, uh, and... Uh, basically, her the her parents call for him because if they can get him to come, and if they catch Zoro, then that means a they get the reward for him, and b that means that they get it back in the good graces of the governor, which is where all their problems are stemming from. Um, so he shows up, Zoro flees, Ramon's men chase him in one of you know our epic chase scenes that we have. This movie has multiple. Oh, yes. Um, And then Ramon attempts to flirt with Lolita, but she will not give him the time of day. Uh, And while he is attempting to do this, uh, Zoro comes back, interrupting and still clearly not understanding the concept of doors. Uh, And uh, then he, he sort of like, and then like sort of mouths off, yada, yada, and then flees again, changes back into Don Diego, and sends the troopers in all different directions. So basically chaos. Chaos. Yeah. He, he really is good at the weaponized incompetence. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, one thing I, I thought did work really well was his ability to be, like, a complete, like, you hate him like he he's so lazy and boring and yes as don diego and then as zoro he is so entertaining to watch yes i'd love that he was very good at that yes um okay so the politos come to visit don diego lolita be- continues to be unimpressed and for some reason is left alone in don diego's house 
Her parents go out for the night. Don Diego's not there. Um, Ramon, the asshole, shows up and attempts to, quote unquote, kiss her. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, She tries to fight him off. She does a pretty good job. Like, she gets a good few wallops in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, Zoro shows up and saves her. There is an epic sword fight. Of course. This is epic sword fight number two for those of you counting on your bingo card. Yes. Um, I And then Zoro carves a Z into Ramon's neck. And what I thought was an uh, epic move, which I quite enjoyed. I'm using the word epic a lot. Um, I like that he makes him apo- Ramon apologize to Lolita. I love that. I love that. It was, it was like... He did. He did. <laughs> he did. He like got on one knee and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that was that was a slick move. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, I do deserve an apology. Yeah. She, uh, it was so Sorry. like, she's like, you get on, get on both knees. Yeah. <laughs> get down mean, there. Like... <laughs> um, okay. So we're about halfway through the movie. So much has happened. <laughs> yes. Um, the next day, Don Diego uh, shows up at his own house to check on the Pulidos um, and, again, continues to <laughs> be an ass <laughs> to not impress Lolita, who's like, I was attacked in your house last night. Do something about it. And he's like, I can lodge a complaint. I can, like, go write yes. a letter. Like, even her dad is like, you should go just fucking kill him. Like, like this is... You have every right to kill him. This, like, you have a sword. We know you have one. Right. Like, go have your fancy rich man duel and deal with this. Like, this is, this is what you're supposed to do. And I, everyone, like, turns their back on him and is, like, disappointed. And then he's like, handkerchief trick? <laughs> yeah, right? And she was not having that either. Like. No. God, her sitting on the couch staring at him while he was doing all of that was just amazing. <laughs> She's yeah. just like, why? I hate, why? What? What is wrong with you? <laughs> right, like, why am I surrounded by these horrible men? Like, <laughs> like, give me the sword. I'll go take care of it. Right? It's ridiculous. Um, so then, after this, we have a hard cut to the governor arriving in town acting like an asshole and then we have another hard cut uh to a priest friar felipe uh who is being put on trial i was very confused i yeah it was swindling someone over hides but yeah but it was also like not like they were it was false charges yeah, because he was like, oh, if I was cool with all the shit that the governor gets up to, then these hides would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But because I'm, you know, being a good priest, then you're going to punish me for that. So I think, yeah, I think they were just like, you sold some hides without the proper it's license like you, or whatever. You didn't dot the eyes or whatever. Yeah. Um, and he's, yeah. I will also say I enjoyed uh, that this priest, the actor's name was Walt Whitman. And, and his Wikipedia that. entry is, like, not the poet. <laughs> yes, yeah. When I saw that, that initial card and saw one of the actors was Walt Whitman, I was like, ooh, is it that Walt Whitman? <laughs> I did the same thing. I, I, I knew he was never an actor, but I was like, maybe. Yeah, it's a silent film. Like, you know, you don't need to talk. <laughs> they could have been like, eh. 
<laughs> I don't know. Bay if of pictures. Wa- I don't know if Walt Whitman was alive in 1920, but you never know. You know, I did teach literature, but my my specialty was everything in England before 1642. So, <laughs> a little outside of Walt little, Whitman. Little little outside. Um, hold on, I'll, I'll are you going to Google? We're going to Google. Walt We're going to find out. Let's see. Uh, well, he was born in 1819, so oh, probably not. Probably not. He Let was, me see. Oh, he died in 1892. Yeah, so he, he was. He just missed it. He was very dead. <laughs> He only, was quite in the ground. Only by like 20 or so years, you know. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Walt. Sorry, You Walt. could have made it. Oops. <laughs> uh. um, anyway, so this priest gets put on trial. He gets convicted. Um, Bernardo witnesses all this all this going on, and he runs to go get uh, Don Diego. Um, <clears throat> and the priest, he ends up, which I thought was a really brutal I was like, I, I couldn't figure out. It, it was a very brutal. It was a that he they get he gets whipped, right? Yes. And I thought it was very brutal and very realistic. Am I wrong for thinking that? Well, the only thing that because it I think the makeup looked that was pretty yeah. realistic. But when he would hit him, it looked. To me, it looked like it was made of felt. Like, it didn't look like it was hitting him very hard. And I wonder if they put something on the strap because it would leave marks. And I think that's what icked me out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that was the only thing that I... Because I thought that was pretty... The the film, it's pretty light in tone, I felt. Mm -hmm. But that was pretty, like like raw like oh my god like they're whipping a priest like geez louise yeah and he's a very Uh, gaunt man so it was already very like stop beating the grandpa right like he's just trying to do his thing sell his hides and be a priest or whatever right come on um but anyway so bernardo gets don diego who is in the process of writing letters to the other caballeros to get them to write it rise up against the governor um Don Diego tells Bernardo to deliver the letters. Well, he goes off to avenge the priest. Um, And while this is happening, Ramon ends up having the Politos arrested for helping Zorro. Mostly this is a ploy just to get to Lolita, but, you know. Um, So Zorro shows up. um, Oh, and and Senior Polito, he helps the priest which is sort of yes. one of the things that causes Ramon to arrest him. So <clears throat> we cut to Zora showing up at the bar. He kidnaps the magistrate that convicted the priest. And he gives him the same punishment as the priest. He sure did. Which I was like, oh boy, okay. Um, and at this bar, at the same time that this happens, uh, apparently all the caballeros, that's their night to drink at this bar. <laughs> yeah i mean you didn't get the memo you see the sign posted outside it's caballero night yep half off <laughs> yeah 50 percent caballeros drink free yep before five yeah <laughs> um so uh the governor gets the caballeros to go after zorro and they're like hey, we've been drinking yeah let's go have some fun let's go chase down a bandit Sure. Um, but it doesn't take much to derail them because they show up at Don Diego's father's house. 
And yes. they're like, we're looking for Zorro. And he's like, he's not here. And they're like, okay. <laughs> that and was my favorite. Because they're like ready to, they're like swords drawn, like where's Zorro? And their dad, dad's just like, I don't know. And they're like, all right, see you later. <laughs> and then the dad then goes, where are you going? I have really good wine. Why don't you stay? And they're all like, yeah, that sounds That's good. Like- <laughs> yeah, it's like, these are, the, these are the people you want for your posse. They're like... Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> easily deterred by just being like, hey, you want a drink? You want some wine? You want some really good wine? Yeah. Hell yeah. What were we doing? <laughs> um, so when this happens, Don Diego uh, shows up uh, as Zorro at his father's house, gives a rousing speech. Oh, and yes. again, the caballeros are like, yeah, oppression bad. Even right. though we are essentially the 1%. <laughs> right. We're uh, aiding and abetting the oppressors, but oppression bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they join his cause. Um, and the next day uh, at the bar, uh, Bernardo, again, it's Caballero night again. They're again of at course. the bar. Uh, Bernardo uh, slips a note to one of the caballeros telling them to meet up that night because they're going to break the Politos out of jail. Uh, but Ramon sees the note and steals it and he learns of the plan. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so that night, the plan goes ahead. Zorro and the other caballeros break the Politos out of prison. However, Ramon, again, is ready for them. And there is an epic chase scene where Zorro shows off his sweet, sweet parkour skills. Oh my god. <laughs> so much parkour. I was like, what is this? This is awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a wall that man didn't run up. Jump, like two stories. Jumped off of a two-story building into a bale of hay. Um, he leapt over, I think, every donkey in town. <laughs> yes every fence donkey post mm-hmm. yeah help the yeah. one guy got caught on the fence who was chasing him and he ran around the other side and then helped the guy get off the fence it was just great it was wonderful. that was awesome i like that but... so i was like what is he doing to that guy and then i was like oh he helped him out that's too mm-hmm. funny <laughs> like, yep. there you go buddy get back out there <laughs> so ramon meanwhile while the epic parkour is happening uh ramon disguised as a caballero manages to kidnap Lolita class does the classic 1920s ties her up on top of the horse mm-hmm. almost like you know taking uh, her to a train track at that point right gonna lash her to the train yeah <laughs> he doesn't do that but that's what it looks like he's gonna do um and he kidnaps her and Zorro escapes his pursuers after grabbing a delightful snack uh, yes because you gotta you gotta keep your strength up you have to pause for snacks snack time is important yeah, he even says a great piece of advice is you shouldn't do anything on an empty stomach except eat. Nope, this is correct. You know, yeah. have, have your have your breakfast, have your three a day. You know, it's important. Exactly, yeah. Um, but while he is having his snack, he sees Ramon returning to town with a kidnapped Lolita. Um, he, I think, leaps out the window or the door, leaps out of some opening in the building. I think it's the window. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Because he can't use doors. He can't use doors. <laughs> um, and and grabs Olita, takes uh, her back to his house, Don Diego's house, um, and hides her in the Batcave. Excuse me. I'm Batman. His secret yeah. lair. 
Yes. Uh, and he then hides her in there, and she's already like, wait a second. It's like, why are <laughs> hold, we here? Hold up. Yeah. Um, But he leaves her in the secret room and just, again, makes himself Don Diego again uh, to throw all, and attempts to throw all the bad guys out of his house. However, all the bad guys converge on his house. They find Lolita. Um, and Ramon says some not nice things. Um, and to which uh, Don Diego gives him an amazing haymaker. Like, just oh my God. wallops yeah. him. Yes. They, they get into our third and final epic sword fight. Um, to which uh, Ramon recognizes Diego from the sword play. Yes. He's like, you're Zorro. And at this point, of course, the Caballeros have shown. It's a party. Caballeros oh, are yeah. there. Sergeant Gonzalez is there. The governor is there. The Politos are there. Don Diego's father is there. Everybody is there. And oh, yeah. And they're all like, Zorro? Zorro? It's Zorro? Oh, my God, it's Zorro. And we need, like, five cards to tell us For it's each Zorro. one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Each, each section... It's their own guard. Um, Lolita is at the top of the stairs and she's like, it's Zorro. Um, <gasps> and he's revealed as, as Zorro. He defeats Ramon. He gets the Caballeros to overthrow the governor. And Gonzalez switches sides and is like, I'll be your buddy. I totally will support you. <laughs> Yeah, I, his loyalty changes with the breeze. He's mm-hmm. just like, whoever's cooler, I guess. Yep. And Zorro is a cool dude. He's the coolest. He's the like... coolest of dudes. Um, yes. But the end of the movie, Zorro gives up his sword. Um, he does some more parkour. Uh, and it ends with a kiss from Lolita after a final <laughs> handkerchief trick. And that yes. is the movie. Yes. It was, it was really, it was cute. It was very cute. Um, but yeah, I mean, geez, we've got, there's so much here. Uh, my first topic, mm-hmm. why, okay, I don't even know how to get it. Okay, so he was such an asshole to Lolita. Don Diego. But like, yes, but like. He liked her, to, and he, like, came back as Zorro to, like, romance her. Why bother with that? I, so I think it's, I will be honest. So my favorite Zorro movie is the 1941 with Tyrone Power, where I think that is explained better than in this movie. Because in that movie... He actually has a moment where he decides, I have to play this this fop because it's sort of protection, right. right? It's his armor. And so with with this one, I think that's less clearly explained because we never see him do the transition from being like a very competent person to an idiot. Yeah. Um, but I think at some point in the movie, he starts to like messing with her this way. In particular, the scene um, the morning after she's attacked by Ramon, when, you know, he does the thing of like, oh, I'll just write a strongly worded letter. Yes. And everybody in the family is pissed and not looking at him. Yeah, they're like, really? And in that moment where they're not looking at him, at him, he just gets this shit-eating grin on his face, like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, like he knows know. what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. 
But it's like, I couldn't figure out, but you're, you're right. In that scene, that says it was a choice. Because I was like, does he feel like more himself as Zoro? And he's more confident when he's like disguised. And then when he's not, he kind of is this like dope. But I think, I think you're right. Is It's just like, well, it's useful for me to have this personality that's mm-hmm. just completely inert. Because no one would suspect that I'm Zoro. Because I, I think the false personality like with Batman. <laughs> exactly. Is, that was going to be the next transition. Is yeah. is the Don Diego. That is not him. The real him is Zorro. The fake yeah. the, the fake him is this is Don Diego. Yes. Yeah, cuz I was kind of like we have almost uh an opposite Batman cuz like Batman when he's Bruce Wayne is the playboy you know, millionaire mm-hmm. party guy. And then when he's Batman, he's super serious, like, I don't have time for anything. I am Batman! But even with Batman, the Bruce Wayne is is the mask, whereas yes. the Batman is the real person. So yes. it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah, I got such Batman vibes. and uh, <laughs> Did you go down the same rabbit hole, Amy? <laughs> I might have, because one thing I did want to share is that... Um, apparently in the, uh, comics, the Batman comics, the Mark of Zorro 1920 was the movie that <laughs> Bruce and his family went to before his parents were killed. I, so I have that same note. Yes. And that's, yeah, it's gotta I, be inspired by the Zorro. Well, they were, and they, I was reading more about it and apparently the creators have talked about how the mark of Zorro, how Zorro inspired Batman. Like he's got a bat cave. He's got a loyal servant. Um, yeah. The sort of dual personalities. Um, it's, it's very Batman minus the tragic parental death. <laughs> right. Which <clears throat> in watching this, it's almost like, why did Batman even need that? Like, I guess just to make him sad. Yeah. I will say the big difference is Zorro is, particularly Douglas Fairbanks's Zorro, is Ben kept calling him a trickster god. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, think that's fair. Uh, puckish comes to mind. Yes, yes. The fact that he, he just enjoys, like, playing tricks he loves to tap people on the butt with his sword that's like his oh, yeah. favorite thing to do um doesn't know how to use a door uh all that kind of stuff he just is very silly and a little bit goofy mm-hmm. um and and i think that that's a big difference from from batman because batman is very serious yes yeah he's like you're gonna take you to jail no funny business like you don't get a lot of good one-liners, really, with Batman. I Well, you get a lot of good one-liners with Batman. They're just... Gruff. Gruff. Uh, although I do love... I can't remember what episode it is, but it's from the Batman animated series, which for me personally is the definitive Batman. I would agree with you. Actually, I own it. That was a big part of my youth. <laughs> it is It is an excellent... It is excellent Batman. Um, so but good. There's one episode where it's a joker harley quinn episode and something happens and at the end of the episode he starts to smile and harley quinn's like 
<laughs> I've never seen you laugh before. I don't think I like it. Cut it out! You're giving me the creeps! Yes, yeah, or she doesn't like it at all. Like, oh, I mean, that's this worse. Oh, this is wrong. It's way worse. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but this was sort of like a laughing Batman, if you can have Yes. That. I, I like that, though. I like, you know, having uh, a positive, like, it's a very positive energy. Like, he's coming in. He knows he's going to win. And he's going to mess with you a little bit. Because mm-hmm. he can. Well, and, and the bad guys, I thought, were... We're, we had a good range of bad guys. I wish there was more of the governor. He felt just like kind of this benign presence in the background. Yeah. We heard a lot about how bad he was, but I'm like, well, what did he do? <laughs> yeah. Like you see him real grumpy at his like big ass table in the beginning. And he's mm-hmm. like, that's Zorro. I'm going to get him. And then he shows up later and they're like, you shouldn't be governor anymore. And he's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'll stop. <laughs> like, Sounds good. Um, yeah. But I thought Ramon was a good bad guy. He was. He was great. He was smart. Uh, and he was he was evil. Yes. He was a big asshole. He didn't give a shit about anybody's feelings. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, I want Lolita and I don't care if she uh, likes me. Um, you know, if I can't have her, nobody can, you know. I'm going to tire of this horse and go find some train tracks. Right? Exactly. I'm going to snidely whiplash my way through this. <laughs> Mustache twirl. Yes. Um, and, and, oh. then, and then we got a good bad guy in Sergeant Gonzalez. Yes. And, and it, he, uh, he ended up being one of the good guys. Yeah. But he was, was kind of fun. We got the range of like benign bad guy, actual evil bad guy, and buffoon get bad guy. Yes, yes. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. I also liked how, um, you know, it's, you know, Batman has the bat signal. So mm-hmm. if you need Batman, you put the thing in the sky, it shows up. If you need Zorro, you just need to start punching a minority. Oh, right. <laughs> He'll show up. <laughs> a priest or, or someone or, who is a minority. Yes, that yeah. is exactly how that works. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> it was making me think, and I don't know, I'm no one else is probably going to get this. But if you need to talk to Hades, you know, you you pound the ground twice. You need to talk to Zorro, find someone who looks different, and be, be an asshole to him, and it'll show up. Find, find someone poorer than you. Also, Amy, <laughs> I got that reference. Thank you. Shout out to any Lore Olympus people out Laura there. Olympus fans out there. That one's for you. This is, this we is, see you. This is, <laughs> this is how we know that uh, the boys are not here today. Yes, we can make all of the references we want. <laughs> but that was the first thing I thought of. And I was like, oh, I'm glad Mel's going to be on this one because I'm going to bring that up. <laughs> yes. I, I, and I also liked how they talked about, I was like, oh, you know, you just, you know, you'll, you'll fuck with a priest or, you know, a minority and he'll show up. And then they like look over and there's like five. Oh, my God. People, like, holy shit. <laughs> That was, yeah, uh, in the bar in the opening scene, yeah, when they're talking about this is how you, this is how Winsoro shows up, like, you pick on someone, yeah, you know, uh, and just the people, like, all they're doing is having a quiet drink in the corner, and suddenly all these soldiers are staring at them, and they're like, um, (laughs) I don't, we don't want to test it, right? Yeah. Right, guys? (laughs) And they, then they got to test it. They did. They did, and Zoro showed up. Uh, yeah. 
He's apparently got that asshole sense. He's like, he's like Spider-Man, except for assholes. Right? Oh, that must be, that must be agony. Oh, just like constant buzzing. Yeah. Oh, man. The the migraines. (laughs) Someone somewhere's being an asshole. He's really good on the subreddit, Am I the Asshole, though? He can spot him a mile away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's the the you know the final adjudicator on that subreddit Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but i also like when they're describing him i was like is zoro a vampire they're like (laughs) it's like he he comes out at night he's like a ghost and then he disappears well i think i think that then leads into sort of his first appearance which so silent movie 1920s this movie has the quality of a 1920 film. Like, I think there's even a section missing. Yeah, I noticed that. I actually rewound it and rewatched mm-hmm. it because I was like, which is it me? Which, in my limited knowledge of silence, I understand is not that uncommon. Um, and, like, with them, I know that uh sometimes the reels like they'll they'll have one part of the reel will be preserved and then in another country they'll find like the rest of the movie and all that kind of stuff um and that's how like they find and preserve a lot of these a lot of these movies um but i thought that when we first meet Zorro, he so it's in the tavern and he comes in through this like upper doorway window yeah loft thing didn't really understand the physics of that but there, do- there it is trap door trap door the Zorro the Zorro entrance <laughs> stairs that lead to a uh, fall to your death from the top of this two story building oh yeah um very Winchester house vibes <laughs> <laughs> um but I love like he's got the hat down and then the smoke all comes out because he's smoking the cigarette and it just curls around him like oh it's so cool i was like yeah okay okay that's an entrance Mm -hmm. that is an entrance and he he was wearing so in our last episode uh i complained about the flat top kind of jesse from toy story hats with the chin strap yes this movie was an excellent example of how those hats can actually work yes how you should wear them i loved the variety of hats i liked most of the costumes i gotta say i will say get into the costume corner right i was gonna say we can get into the costume corner now if you like let's let's do it Okay, so I I will say I thought it was a bit Matadors Are Us is where they went for all the costumes. And I feel like that, I was like, that I think that might be my thing. <laughs> I mean, those Super pants. Super into this. Those pants were tight. Yes. And there were some nice butts. Yes. Some, Double yes. Some tight pants so. and some nice butts. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was like, yep, okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was a little bit Matadors R Us. There was a lot of gold braid. There was a lot of big sashes around the waist. Um, <laughs> capes. Oh, I loved all the caballeros in the scene with the at the father's house 
when they, you know, declare for right. Zorro, and they've all got these capes on, and that's the only way you know that they are caballeros. Because I'm fairly certain that two scenes prior, they were all the bad soldiers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we only have this many dudes. Just put them in wildly different costumes, and it'll mm-hmm. be okay. Yeah, it's totally... I mean, that's yeah. how it works in theater. Um, yeah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I loved all of their capes, and then I loved... Um, Captain Ramon's all the braid all over. Oh my gosh, his, yes. His outfit was just a flippin' delight. Um, I also really liked, uh, let's see, how Don Diego was always in light clothes. And Zorro, yes. of course, was in his signature black with his black mask and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I thought that added to... Yeah, like, like I was like, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. I like it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the hair was of its time. Oh boy. Oh. It it was uh, when he was uh, Don Diego. Oh, he so had unfortunate. Those little weird plastic plaster curls. It was yeah. bad. Yeah, I was like, is that his hair? Did they paint some curls on his forehead? Because that's really unfortunate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and his mustache was bad. His oh Zorro mustache was real bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I feel like we had a little bit of a Superman Clark Kent problem for me personally. Because I was like, when he was Zorro, he got pretty up close and personal with Lolita. And I'm like, Lolita knows what Don Diego looks like. And I feel like she should have been able to see, like, here's a man who kind of looks like Don Diego with a very fake mustache. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I was surprised when Zoro would kiss her, the mustache wouldn't come off on her face. <laughs> that would have been a really funny thing for them to add. <laughs> I would have enjoyed that. But yeah, his mustache was unfortunate. Um, oh, so sad. Uh, and I will, I will mention here... This again, we talked a little bit earlier about that it is of its time. Uh, there's a lot of brown and blackface going on, uh, which yeah. is just not yeah. great. It's there. Be aware. Um, there's a lot of it. <laughs> yeah. They didn't uh, try very hard at all. No, not not at all. Um, so that is that is an unfortunate thing. Um, but to sort of round off costumes, I'll talk about Lolita. Yes. I loved all three of her dresses. I think her second one with the black bodice and the like lace skirt was my favorite. Yes. When she went to go visit him at his house. I thought that was super cute. She looked great. She had the 1920s, uh, silent movie heroine wig hair that they all have. I don't know if it's they had one wig at the studio and that's just the wig that all the girls wore. Like, hey, it's their best wig. This is our best wig. You know, we only film one movie at a time. Here you go. You got it this week. Like, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> we got the one set. So here you go, honey. Um, But I thought she looked great. Um, her first dress was a little bit like curtains. Had a little yeah. bit of uh, Scarlett O'Hara tara green curtain vibe going on um but her second dress super cute um but yeah and that's that's my opinion on the costumes 
Nice. I I will also say, since we're talking about Lolita a little bit, what were your thoughts on her? I really liked her character. I felt like, I don't think we learned her name until much later in the film, unless Mm -hmm. I missed a title card. Because I I made a note and I was like, lady. (laughs) Like, have they said her name yet? And then then it came up Lolita and I was like, that's right. It, you know, his love interest mm-hmm. is Lolita. And yeah, I only knew her name because in the 1941, it's the same. She has the same name. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I really liked her character. I mean, I feel like it, it's a silent film and like the acting's a lot different because, you know, they don't get to speak. They kind of have to like almost mime a lot of things mm-hmm. like because that's all they have to work with. But I felt like she came across very natural in a lot of especially playing off of don diego being a complete jackass like her her reactions and stuff and i was like yeah that's probably how i'd react if i was on a blind date with somebody that my my parents were like you should go talk to this guy i'm like holy crap and (laughs) and who then yawned in my face right i'd be like did a weird handkerchief trick like what is this yeah, I'd be like, Mom, Dad, I don't really care how much money this dude has. Like, this is just not going to work. <laughs> like, I I also liked, even though she was a definitely damsel in distress, she's really only there to be a love interest. Um, I liked that there was a lot of emphasis on her consent. Yes, I thought that was very nice. Which was... Which was interesting in that, like, when Zoro first meets her, he kisses her hand and she wallops him and has a little slap fight. Oh, yeah. Um, And then he won't kiss her again because she didn't like it. And she said no. And he was like, okay. Um, Until after he rescues her from being attacked by Ramon, where he... She says to him, like, I I will give you the kiss he would have stolen. And I was like, that's yes. okay. I loved that. And, I loved that. And the whole bit of it's really important that she marries Don Diego. But she has said no. And they're all like, we're not going to force her. You can keep trying. But maybe. And the advice to him is like, maybe be romantic. <laughs> Right, like maybe, maybe try at all, like yeah, maybe try, maybe yeah. try. Could um, you try? And I, I sort of liked that that it was yes. this sense of she, she had more agency. She really did, and to me, for a movie from 1920, we've seen movies much later that give their female protagonists <laughs> the Wild Wild West. Exactly, like. Nothing. L- Nothing to do. Lolita, again, more interesting than all of Selma Hayek's part right. in Wild Wild and West. You had Selma Hayek. Like I'm sorry, what was the other one we watched? Um Oh God. With, oh uh, uh Silverado. Yeah, with Rosanna was it Rosanna Arquette? Yes. Yeah. Again, you have Rosanna Arquette. What are you doing? Yeah. Like Lolita in this movie had way more than Rosanna Arquette in Silverado. Because mm-hmm. it was like, that was nice. Because it was, I was kind of expecting her parents to kind of be like, well, you're going to marry this dude. Like, so you better f- figure it out. But they were just kind of like, you should, 
you should learn to like this boy. It would be nice if you would, but like, and then they're going to him like, could you maybe like, <laughs> like not be an ass? They and I, I like that they didn't treat her as the problem. That exactly. They, they were at him going like, sir. <laughs> yeah, like we have a beautiful daughter. Like, could you <laughs> at all try it all just a little <laughs> right. bit? Um, I think I particularly liked the line when he was saying, oh, I'll send my servant to play uh, the guitar under your window. And she goes, oh, I have a maid that likes music. I loved that. I was like, that is such a great comeback. Like, oh, you're not going to come serenade me? Oh, well, then I'll have my my maid loves music. So that'll just be great for them. They can get along great. Yeah. Uh, It was... yeah, not having any of his bullshit. Yeah, I think there, again, she was just there to sort of be the love interest. So there was that. And she was the only woman in the movie, I think, right? Oh, besides her, her mother. Mom. Uh, uh, which... And there was the the lady at the, the store. At the jail. But... but did you see what the... <laughs> one of them? I was like, I was so mad that they didn't use it. When the Politos are escaping from jail... And the Caballeros are helping them and they put Lolita's mom on the horse and then they straight up give her a gun. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh my god. They oh give, my god. They give her they give this woman a gun and she looks at it and goes, Oh yeah, okay, and like puts it in her waistband. Like she knows what to do with it. <laughs> I would have loved to see uh Mama Polito with it. <laughs> I know. I was like, Oh, is she gonna use it? I that was like underutilized but i was so pleased when i when they were like yeah here's a gun lady not right. to the dad yeah <laughs> to yeah. the mom here yeah, you here go you. you're gonna need this <laughs> save this for later <laughs> um so, get out of jail treat for yeah, you here, here you go you need this um but yeah and the fact that she was like oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah great no problem awesome got it yeah, yeah. um yeah, I, I, I just, I, I'm glad I had to talk about her a little bit because I, I, yes. I really liked, for the movie, in the time that it was made, I really liked how she was portrayed. Yes, I thought, I thought it was fun. It was definitely a lot of fun. They gave her some personality, like in the beginning, how she's like, if only I could be like Zorro, like mm-hmm. gave her a little bit of personality. Because typically it's just like, oh, I am pretty lady and I'm now sad that I've been kidnapped and mm-hmm. oh dear. And so. she she was a fighter too. Like she like yeah. she didn't look like lay down and you know be like oh like, save me. Oh. She was like no I am going to fight. Right, I until, will punch you until my rescuer comes. Right, like <laughs> I'm not just gonna wait. I will bite you if you get too close. <laughs> so, but yeah, she she was great. <clears throat> oh man, uh, but yeah, for a western, lots of swords. Um, but I did like how Zoro pulled a gun on the crowd in the beginning. I was like, oh, Zoro bringing a gun to a sword fight. I like it. I, I will say that's the other big difference between him and Batman. Batman does not use guns. That's true. Mm-hmm. Zoro, Zoro knows when he's got to pack some heat. But, but the gun, I I was actually surprised by that. Um, I, I guess I forgot that Zoro uses guns. I will say this Zoro didn't have a whip, which I think not. later Zoros have whips, right? I'm not as familiar with okay. the Zoro films, but um, yeah, I I think I think that developed later that they gave him a whip. Um, but yeah, so the gun surprised me, and I was like, oh, 
Oh. Okay. That shocked me too, because I thought he was just like a swashbuckler kind of a you know fencing guy. You know, which he is a bandit. Yes. So, you know, it works, yeah. and it. I I enjoyed. <laughs> I think we have to give something to the background cast in this, because again, it's a it's a silent movie, so there's just so many dudes. Oh yeah. Just so yeah. many in in any one frame, like so many chaos of people. Um, and I, I liked their sort of slow filing shuffle behind the bar to make like some sort of demented choir as they (laughs) watched. You know, because he was almost like a lion tamer, like back, back, get, get into that corner, you bunch of bandits or, Mm -hmm. you know, no good, no gooders. Terrible people. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the gun, the gun surprised me too. I was I was yeah. a little thrown by that. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is that going to be a thing? But I don't think we really had. There wasn't any gunfights. No, that he, I can really remember. No, he mostly. I don't. Yeah, he mostly used the gun to hold up crowds. Yeah, like to kind of like everybody chill. I have a gun. Yeah, <laughs> which hey, would work. Which I, you know, I think would fire one shot and then you could dogpile him. But exactly, you know. right. And it might not even hit whoever he was aiming at. So. Right. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. Also, he threw a bean in the sergeant's right. eye. I was like, what is happening? Was it a bean? or what? I thought it was chocolate. I was like, what is that? A, I couldn't tell. It looked like a bowl of chili or something. Something like that. And just but he like pulled some, yeah. flick right in the Flicked guy's face. Flicked it right face. in his eye. I was like, but that's what I was like. I like this Zorro. He's got some chaotic energy that I really enjoy seeing. He's he's you know he's uh, Eldritch horror adjacent. Yes, yes. He's Eldritch he's... justice warrior. Right. I think you know. Is that what nobody was trying to be? Like a uh, that kind of heroic trickster. Yeah. Character. I. Yes, I would say similar energy, but this was much, much better executed. Yeah, I'm like, this was not annoying at all. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it and I was rooting for Zoro the whole time, but nobody was, you know, terrible. (laughs) It made you feel bad things. Awful. Um, Yeah, he was, I mean, Douglas Fairbanks, when when you go to see one of his movies the thing you go to see is him parkouring all over the place. And by gosh, by golly, did he ever. <laughs> I yeah, I was surprised to see. Now, I'm not as, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of silent films. So I was pretty shocked to see all the parkouring. I, and I don't think he um, did that with any, I think he, he did all of that. I, I don't think that that was done oh, yeah. by a stunt double. I think that was all him doing all that stuff. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, I very much enjoyed that. I definitely was like, there's an element of danger here <laughs> that this is this is very stressful. And I think he was in his 30s when this movie was made. And I am in my 30s. And I, I just, all I could think of was like, how much Advil did you need, sir? Yeah. How much Advil did you I, my need? Because sh- my shoulders are kind of hurting just thinking about like, you know, leaping... And swinging from things. I was like, they, they where was OSHA? 
There was no <laughs> OSHA. There was no OSHA. There was oh, no man. OSHA. I'm going to Google OSHA. <laughs> we were two years away from OSHA, 1922. Oh, there it is. Well, this is this is pre-OSHA, and this is probably one of the... They probably... Somebody saw this movie and went, you know, this feels unsafe. Yeah, and that, like, roaring fire in that first tavern. Oh I was like, how did nothing get caught on fire? I, I was waiting for the the joke of the butt burning which they did give us they did give us they did give well, sergeant like, gonzalez yeah. getting his like little tushy toasted um but i was i was a little bit you're too please just two steps just come away yes. it's un this is bad this is not good yes like, yeah please. yeah and like uh sergeant gonzalez when he first like you know, bravados his way into the tavern. Like, it, it looked like he, like, just plunged both of his arms into the fire to warm them up. Right? I'm like, what are you doing? I mean, I understand everything is protected by asbestos, but come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your skin is not made of asbestos. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Probably all the clothes you're wearing, but not your hands. <laughs> the, the fireplace is made of asbestos, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. They're burning asbestos logs. Like it's, it's asbestos town. Wouldn't that be counterintuitive? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> logs. <laughs> they last longer. It's a, <laughs> it's a magic of science. It's a science. It's actually a gas fireplace. So it's the gas exactly. that's on fire, not the logs. They never have I to see. replace them. Right. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, shall we get into some segments? Sure. Well, I'm going to let's start with the saloon search. I know we did costumes already, but we'll do the saloon search. Um, I think it was just the one saloon. Yeah, I, I which, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the Posada del Camino Real, mm-hmm. uh, which I plugged into Google Translate. And it's the Royal Roadside Inn, possibly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, but uh, I thought it looked pretty cozy. It rustic. I liked the big roaring fire. Didn't mm-hmm. like how close everybody put all their nope. body parts to it. Nope. Uh, it did seem to have a bit of a rough crowd. And I was not a fan of what seemed like bags of liquor. <laughs> Like, you, you what didn't was like, that? You didn't like the chandelier of the wineskin chandelier? You didn't like that? No, I did not like that. <laughs> when was the the <laughs> FDA? Is I don't think that's... Who would be the Food and, food drug, and drug Administration? administration? Well, technically, yeah. this is still the Spanish Empire, I believe. I don't oh, think okay. they're in so California, even... but it's still not the United States yet. Well, um, whatever the Spanish version of that yeah. is. Um, I, so I did enjoy that they had a wineskin as a chandelier. Um, I thought that was funny. Um, I, as a more of a wine drinker than a beer drinker, sorry, Stu. Um, (laughs) I, I did appreciate that it was mostly wine they were drinking. I thought that was pretty neat as well. And it Mm -hmm. is California. So that's good wine country. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would have preferred fewer animal hides. Um, 
yeah. but this this would have been the place that I would have liked to to get a nice cup of wine. Although there yeah. weren't too many ladies hanging out in there, which I was kind of disappointed by. I'm like, okay, I guess right? this isn't a place I can go. Um, I know. I was like, I want to hang out with the the matadors are us like, <laughs> have a glass of wine with one of these dudes and i'm sure fine. some of those caballeros were single and they're apparently the one percent that have most of the money so right ladies just get, get you down to the uh i want to go to caballero night yeah <laughs> they could they could rake in some money right right um but yeah i i thought it was nice it was oh was the floor okay Ben and I were quibbling. Was the floor wood or stone? I thought it was stone, but like now I can't remember. Yeah. Um, because it came up because Sergeant Gonzalez kept stabbing his sword into the floor. You're right, and he did. Ben was really mad about it. <laughs> he was like, that cannot be good for the sword stop stabbing the the sword into that wood floor and i'm like it's not a wood floor it's tile so it's even worse it's stone he's like i think it's wood so either way wood or stone do not stab your sword into it that is that is how you break your sword yeah um, that's uh sword care tips for the <laughs> <cow punchers. laughs> um but but yeah i was like what kind of floor is this like that's I what thought we were it trying was a tile. to figure out yeah. yeah which i didn't even think about him throwing that sword around Mm -hmm. i did enjoy that when he was like this is what i'm gonna do to zoro and he's just like stabbing the air violently (laughs) and i was like you show him sergeant you show him you got this gonzalez and then he's just he's just a big whiny baby yeah baby right he's like don't make me do it like i was just having fun um but yeah would go would recommend definitely want to go on caballero night oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so good salute in this movie so, as far as coots for the coot watch... After all, he's not a bad old coot. I spotted uh, the bartender oh, at the, the saloon. I have him on my list, yep. Total coot. I mm-hmm. thought he was dressed a bit like a pirate. Agreed. He ha- Well, I think that's because he doubled as one of the servants. The one servant that lets Ramon in at one point. Oh, at, uh, you're I right. Think, I think he was doubled as that guy. So I think he had, you know, a bit more, quick, more elaborate yeah. costume on. Elaborate. Um, right. But yes, he definitely looked like a pirate, which arguably <laughs> all of the uh, quote unquote natives in this movie um, were dressed like pirates. Yeah, I'm like. With bad wigs. It made me, like, I kept forgetting. I don't know that I would have known that this was in California. I would have thought mm-hmm. this was in Spain if right. they hadn't have said California in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and then um. I'd have been like, are these some pirates from the Mediterranean? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, I would put the bartender down as a coot. Did you have any others? That was really the main one that I saw, unless I feel like I probably missed some among the... Uh, would you people working at the house well okay so i would not call bernardo a a coot most because he was too competent yeah yeah he was he was very competent and i think the other sort of candidate for coot would have been um his father 
But again, I was like, eh, not really. He's close because he's he's got the lack of awareness mm-hmm. that you like to see in a coot. Yeah. Um, and like concerned with like his main concern is not like a big concern of the like he seems not concerned at all with the oppression, which could be a symptom of being one of the elite mm-hmm. or a part of his general unawareness. <laughs> Um, but the other coot I have written down, and you may or may not agree with me, was Sergeant Gonzalez. Ooh. I could see Sergeant Gonzalez as, like, a an early onset coot. <laughs> like, 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 that is, the beginnings. he is on that path. Like, him yeah. and all of his soldiers, to me, had very coot-like behavior. Because their loyalty... Mm-hmm. changes with the breeze like they're like whatever the sergeant says we're here for and the sergeant is just like hey i thought it'd be cool to hunt and kill zoro but now zoro seems pretty cool so we're all for zoro now mm-hmm. and and the whole like when zoro holds them up in the beginning and they're all like oh 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 yes yes i was like okay this is like a group of soldier coots yeah I think Sergeant Gonzalez is training them up to be to be coots. Um, like good veteran soldier coots mm-hmm. later on. Agreed. I could see that. Yeah. So he's maybe not quite there, but he's on his way. Yes, he's definitely on the uh, the coot track at Old West <laughs> Character Academy. <laughs> I wish I could go to that school. <laughs> Keep dreaming, Amy. Keep dreaming. You'll get there. You'll get there. Reach for the stars. <laughs> I just want to be a coot. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so um, how about, who do you think brought the face? He happens to be a sweet looking dude. Oh, I have one. Who do you have? So originally it was Sergeant Gonzalez at the beginning of the movie when he's like, ha ha, you know, (laughs) Um, because he's got some great, you know, the great silent movie kind of faces. But I think I have to give it to Lolita's unimpressed face when she's sitting on the couch watching uh, Don Diego do the stupid handkerchief trick of like, really? Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, it's almost like she wants to be like, look at me. Look at what you're doing. What are you doing? (laughs) Like, I put on a pretty dress. I did my hair. Uh, I was attacked last night in your home. And you're doing handkerchief tricks. And th- this, this, okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the, she had that like dark red lip on, mm-hmm. which really accented, like, and she had those great 1920s eyebrows. Yes. Just, and just the disdain on her face. I was like, yeah it was amazing i love that yeah i i have two faces both of them lolita because <gasps> that's like i felt like she really brought it in in her her performance the first was the face she gave when uh zorro um asked uh, ramon to apologize because she had this look on her face like yeah fucking apologize <laughs> like do it like <laughs> Like, you better apologize. Right. And they better be good. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Like, I thought that face was great. And then I also loved the face she made when um, she saw Don Diego go full Zorro. And she was like, whoa, whoa, what? I know. <laughs> Her eyes go all big. Like, like huh? Hold on. It was like one of those, hold, hold on a second. Hold right. on one hot second here. Wait a minute. The man who is a really cool dude happens to be the man with all the money that my parents are urging me to marry. Yeah. It's like, like, she's like I this get could it. work. I get a twofer. Okay. Right. Yeah. And you can almost see the gears turn. Like I'm going to have to ask him, why were you being such like the lamest person in the world when we first met? Like, I will ask you that after we get married. So I get all of your money, but right. That is coming up though. Have an answer. I have questions. Yes. You better have a good answer. Right. It's like, you purposely made our first date horrible. Like, that's typically a deal breaker. Now, if we had who brought the hands, <laughs> I would also have to give it to Lolita for the very end when they do oh, the little yes. kiss. So he brings up, so at the very end, he has his handkerchief and he, like, they kiss and he hides their faces, right? So all you have is this shot of her hands um, on the stairwell banister and like I don't know what kind of little jig her hands are doing but she is all kinds of excited from this kiss oh I know I was like man <laughs> it's like ooh, it's like little dancy hands like she's like ooh. I'm like oh Doris could kiss her I guess like, like wow okay okay <laughs> I thought that was very cute. <laughs> I want to like was the director like okay we're not gonna have we're not gonna be able to see your face when you kiss so you need to sell it sell it with the fingers mm -hmm. <laughs> i can see your face use the hands right somehow communicate do some ballet that. do some ballet right. quick soft shoe with just your hands right <laughs> that was great i loved that yes so yeah that's our first who brought the hands yeah i, so, I, I had good to... luck figuring out that one <laughs> There's some sweet looking nails. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Um, but I had to, I had to mention that just because it was so like, what is, this is a, this is a relic of its time right there. Yes. Yes. It was like, okay, we can't have a long makeout scene. So mm -hmm. we're going to do this instead. His, his mustache would come off. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how it stayed on at all Honest in any part God, of the movie. The little, two little caterpillars. Like, oh, I don't yeah. even think mustaches grow like that on someone's face. Because it was so weird. It was a weird mustache. Everybody yeah. just Google it. You'll not, you'll, you'll be as yeah. horrified as we are. <laughs> you'll be like, this isn't a mistake. Like, nope. that wasn't it was just a like, bad picture. Like the, 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 the mustache was like on his lip. Like, yeah. Not like hanging above on his, his lip. lip. But like on his actual lips. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, who? Who did I that feel to like you, sir? Right, like, did you piss off the makeup people? And they're like, well, fuck it. Yep. Who Mustache did that going on you? your lip. Who did that? <laughs> they need to go to jail. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then I guess, let's see, our final one is the postcard moment. Ooh, what did you have, Amy? I had a tough time because I felt like I was paying so much attention because I... I'm not used to paying that close attention to a movie mm -hmm. um, that I kind of panicked 
And uh, in one of the chase scenes, I did like, I liked the, the chase scenes were nice where you could see the, the horses running. They had like these trails so they would kind of run. It'd be a nice long shot of them running um, off into the distance. And there was one where they framed it in between <clears throat> um, like tree branches. Oh, and yeah, you see yeah, the horses yeah. running at you. And I thought that was very nice. So I picked that one. Overall, the chase scenes, I just wanted to go dun 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 Yes. <laughs> right. I was like, where's the chase music? Come uh, on. Um, but I like that moment, too. Mine was the beginning with Zorro and the hat over his face and the smoke uh. curling around. I just thought that was so cool. Um, I really liked how that looked. And they used, they used that kind of motif a lot with him, with the cigarette, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. Um <clears throat> But I, I thought that it, it added to the sense of him appearing out of nowhere. And that sort of introduction of Zorro, in a way, instead of clubbing a fish to death, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> made him, made me automatically go, even though smoking is bad for you, don't do it, um, made me go like, oh, okay, this, this is there's this is cool this is cool yes okay it again it made me think of batman when he appears with the smoke bombs and, yes. and then appears out of the smoke it was very like i can see now where they would pull that from with mm-hmm. with batman yeah i i really liked it and i feel like if anyone likes batman you're probably gonna like this movie oh too. yeah definitely that's the first thing it made me think of watching mm-hmm. it i was like this is batman and then i googled it and i was like this predates batman and then i was like oh my god there's I, a reason it does so have you ever seen a zorro movie i i think i saw the antonio banderas one when it came out okay. but i don't remember it very well yeah it's because i'm the one that brought up uh whether or not zorro like and we can maybe talk about this is Zorro a Western, right? I was I was thinking that too, watching it, but I'm like, it takes place in the West. We have Western characters, but it doesn't have the same feel as a Western. And is it the sword fighting? Yeah, is it the sword fighting? And because it's very swashing buckles and buckling swashes. It's very much... Mm-hmm that but you have all the same tropes like there are coots there uh you know you have the the gang of bad guys you you have forming the pot like all of the same tropes are there but it they it very much doesn't feel like a western because i brought it up i was like i really like zorro movies i especially like the 1941 um with tyrone power and i said to to you and Stu and and pat i was is is Zorro a Western? Is it a Western? You were like, yeah, we think it's a Western. And watching this one, which uh, I thought was interesting that they preserved it in the Academy Film Archive uh, because it's it's got merit or whatever. And, yeah. and they talk about it as it's big in the development of action-adventure movies. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels a lot more like an adventure movie. And that was one of my other title cards that popped up that I enjoyed. It says, it's adventure. Let's do it for sport. (laughs) When that talking about chasing after Zorro, like, oh, it's the new sport. To to hunt down uh, men dressed in black. Okay. Oh, Um, this will be wonderful. It'll be great. And then we'll go drink some more. 
Oh, we're some all, more wine later. We're, we're already half in the bag. We've yes. We've been drinking at $2 shot nights on Caballero night. Um, <laughs> I love Caballero night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, but... But yeah, I, I I think I think for me this it's the jury is still as to whether or not this this counts as a western, and I wonder if like if we end up watching the other Zoros, like the Antonio Banderas ones, mm-hmm. um, or the Tyrone Power one, if that if some of those are more like westerns than this one was. Yeah, I think I definitely think we should watch the others because I think I mean, you know. At least in setting, it's certainly Western, and we can compare it, you know, to others that we've seen. Um, oh, I also enjoyed the fact that in the opening, it's kind of a little off topic, but they were like, oh, a hundred years ago. And I was like, hmm, we're a hundred years from this movie, so it's like 200 years ago. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I hadn't thought of that. I just sort of like, my brain went, okay, and then I'm like, wait a second. A hundred years ago was when this movie was made. Yes. Uh, so a hundred year. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that hit me a little bit. I was like, oh boy, <laughs> here we are. But I think that is so cool that we have like a movie that people saw in theaters a hundred years ago, and like here we are watching it now and enjoying it. And... and and it's in pretty good condition. Like except for the one possible missing scene in yeah. the jail cell when they res- rescue the Politos. Um, otherwise, I, I think I, it was incredibly watchable. Um, yeah. I enjoyed myself. I would say popcorn muncher. Oh, totally. Because yeah. to me, I was thinking, I was like, man, if I were in the 20s and I was sitting in a theater watching this, this would be amazing. Like, I, you know, because I'm like, I'm watching it now when, you know, in the era of CGI and like crazy cinematography stuff and, you know. It might not be as impressive as something like that, but I'm like, I'm still having fun. <laughs> like, and I and I will say, in terms of being visually interesting to watch, compared to some of the other movies we've seen, this this was fun to watch. It was shot. Yeah. In, there were certain shots in it that I was like, this is cool. I like this. This is yeah. neat. Um, you could def you could definitely see that there was like a little bit of experimentation going on yes which i i love to see that in in early films especially because it almost ruins other movies because you're like they did this better in the 20s like what are you doing right (laughs) right i feel that way like when i watch like original star wars um Mm -hmm. and the practical effects that were sort of in, you know, then we moved to a lot of CGI effects and then now you get to something like the Mandalorian where it's a mix of practical effects, but then instead of a green screen, they, if you, anybody on Disney plus highly recommend watching the making of the Mandalorian. They talk about the, the way that they film it and the way they film it is they project the backgrounds onto this like IMAX style screen and that's how they, so it's like a mix of this CGI, but also practical effect. And it just, it's cool. It looks great. So we've, it looks great. We've sort of turned back to that, which yeah. started in these early movies. 
Yeah, because I think that it's like we get so enamored with new technologies and things. Like, I think the early 2000s is particularly egregious when it was like, oh, CGI, we're just going to do everything Mm -hmm. CGI. And it's like, you know, you got to find a balance. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you could do it better practically. Yeah, sometimes you just want to see Douglas Fairbanks jump off of a two-story building into a bale of hay. Yeah, you know? and then somehow weasel his way out. It's like they're trying to stab the shit out of this haystack, and he he, he gets is not himself there. out of there. Yeah, he's yeah. off getting a snack. Exactly. <laughs> like you know, I love that. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's a store there's a message there. Like, don't worry about those guys. Get a snack. Get a snack. Have your snack. Yeah. And he's very Have polite to that little old lady who gives him yeah. the snack. It was great. She like brings him a little drink, and he's mm-hmm. like. Uh, that was such a cute scene. Like, it was just adorable. He's just sitting there eating his little bowl of oatmeal I, or whatever. I will also say, while Douglas Fairbanks, to, I think, our modern eye, is not a particularly attractive man, mm. in that scene, the way he was sitting, I was like, okay. Okay, I see, I you. see you. I see you. I see you. I see yeah. those tight pants. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think... I and hit also the ground like, twice right there, you know. <laughs> right? <I> mean, like... <laughs> Hey, buddy, what's going on? I think part of the problem is when he was Don Diego. Oh. I was like, they made him look so nerdy and gross. And he, so and he was, like, was hunching. Oh. He, yeah. He did a, um, oh, what was Superman's name? Clark Kent. No, Reed. Christopher Christopher Reeve. Oh, Christopher Reeve. He yeah. did a Christopher Reeve Clark Kent where it's just that, like, like he's all hunched over. And right. He's got the glasses on and he makes himself look small and nerdy. And yeah. then, and you remember that scene in, in the one Superman movie when he's going to tell Lois Lane and he like straightens himself up and suddenly you're like, whoa. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 But that cost, that's, that disguise is even worse. All, all uh, Superman does is put some glasses on. Yeah. I'm like, really, buddy? Yeah. I wear glasses. People don't like, yeah. you know, not remember who I am when I wear <laughs> contacts. Like, oh God, who are you? <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know you. I would be very confused. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, who are you? I've never met this woman in my life. Get out of my house. <laughs> Leave. Right. I'm calling Zorro. <laughs> Beat the ground twice. Here he comes. Right. <laughs> oh, that's um, good stuff. I, I will say, I think it's funny. We've talked all about how much of Batman that this movie was like, but we haven't talked about how much, like, this was a Robin Hood movie, straight up. Yes, yes. Straight up Robin Hood. It um, was very Robin Hood. But definitely much, it has strong, bat, you can tell where they got Batman from. It's Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. That was cool to see. I'm a big Batman fan, so I was like, that was really fun yeah. to see that. So what are we going to rate this movie? Oh, man. It's tough because it is a silent film and mm-hmm. that could be a pretty large barrier for some yep. people. Um, it's only 90 minutes, so it's not a huge investment. Nope. Um, but you do have to put your phone down. You do. Yeah, you you do have to pay attention. I, so the first time I watched it, I probably would have done like a two and a half, uh, stars, (laughs) whatever, whatever the heck we were rating. But I think I would, I think I would give it a solid three out of six. The second time I yeah. watched it, and I finally relaxed and just let it 
be what it is and just let myself enjoy it. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I was like, I would watch this again. This was fun. Yeah, I felt the same way because I had a real tough time getting into it the first time. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to force it. We'll watch it a little bit later. And then um, it was it's like you got to put your brain in that mindset of like, all right, it's 1920. We're going to the movies. Let's mm-hmm. check this out. Like, you know, I paid a nickel to see this thing. Let's go. And I, you know what? I think the big difference was the second time I watched it, I wasn't taking notes. Yeah, it, that was tough for me. I did have to. There was one point. <laughs> I was like, bad Amy, stop texting and watch the movie. I had to go back because I was like, oh, Lord, I had stopped paying attention. And I was like, I don't know what's happening now. Let me let <laughs> me just, rewind a few just, minutes. Just, there's just hundreds of horses chasing one man across. Yeah. I'm like, I've, I've clearly missed something here. Let me go back. So well, I, but I think, yeah, it's a good one. I, yeah. I think three out of six is a good a good mm-hmm. rating for this one. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think, uh, give it a try. Give mm-hmm. it a try. If you've never seen a silent movie, um, if you like Batman, go for it. This one's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, I guess with that, uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate all of our listeners very much. Um, we'll watch some more Zoros. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can email us at cowpunchersshow at gmail.com. Um, I don't have access to the email box at the moment or else I would look and see if anyone had emailed us, but that's <laughs> Stu's job. He can do that next time. <laughs> so please uh, feel free to set, drop us a line. If you have any movie recommendations, we'll give it a watch. Um, but uh, thanks again. I hope everyone has a wonderful year. I think this is going up in the new year. Mm-hmm. So I hope you all had a wonderful new year's. And I have been filling in for the deputy. I'm greatly fatigued. I'm Amy McLeod. Um, And I still never let business interfere with my drinking. I am Melissa Huggins. (laughs) And you all watch yourselves out there on that trail. And you all watch yourselves out there on that trail. And Stu, you insert a hiya, because I'm not doing that again. Hiya! (laughs) 